Boom, boom. What's up, man? How are we doing tonight? Doing wonderful. How are you? Doing good. Ready to jump on episode seven of the Big Show podcast. Got Oh, yeah. Big week Show class. Is it week eight? Coming up. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Got the big show glass with some scotch whiskey in here, ready to get wasted. Got a water, stay hydrated. Nice. Because we're old. You're also in your right. finest white tea. Don't forget to tell them that. Burlington yeah. waterfront, man. That's what they wear in Burlington, boys. It is. I need to get warmed up a little bit. The girls wore me down tonight. Oh my God! And here comes Mariana, coming out of her bed, opening the door, and slowly coming out. Right now, is it live? Oh yeah, this is happening. Oh wow! <laughs> I don't know if you can see with the glares and whatnot. I can see a little bit better there. Oh yeah, yeah. get back in there. Is. Now she's she's coming out, and she's just gonna slowly open up the sliding door and peek her head out. See if it's okay. It's not, but we're doing this, and I don't care. So I'm just going to tell her she can sit on the couch and watch football. And it's a good punishment. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Bear you going to tell her telepathically, or what's the deal? I'm waiting for her to open up the... <laughs> okay. I got I to gotta give her credit. She is very very quiet and takes her time because she doesn't want to wake up her sister mm, so that's nice of her. Thoughtful. It's really nice of her. but it's also very confusing because she does that not to wake up her sister but then Amanda will fall asleep first and Mariana will just start screaming mama 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 when it's time for her to go to sleep and so it's like she's courteous but she's not at the same time <laughs> here, here she comes break all right guys while uh james is going to speak to his daughter eldest daughter about her sitting on the couch and being punished with football i don't know we're just kind of here i'm watching the bruins game at the moment 3-1 going to the third great work other than that not too much is going on oh james coming back excellent news Oh, he's been waylaid. Wow, he might be changing the TV. All right, there we go. Chris Godwin with a catch. A real catch, or is this another carry? Uh, it was a real catch. Wow, how about this guy? Uh, so I filled everyone in on the situation. Um, and uh, yeah, we're ready to rock. Yeah, kids are cool. All right, um, let's do this. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a big time catch. That was 30 something yards. What's good? Wow. All right. Let's jump, back, right let's jump right into this matchup with me and Andy. Yeah, I like it. I'm still four and three. Andy's two and five. I could just put him out of his misery before. 
I don't know, week nine or whatever it is. So I think he would still be adamant that he could make the comeback, but once you're down, once you got the six losses with only two wins, your goose is cooked. So this that, is a massive week for him. That's a tough road back. I mean, let's just look at it real quick. So like, he's not coming back on Jim. He's not coming back on Chris. He's not coming back on Phil. That gives or Mike Bliss. They all have five wins. Right. Them three spots to fight for. We've got three four and threes. Yep. And three three and fours. Right. So a lot of things has to, has to go your way if you're gonna come back from two and six when a lot of people already have five wins. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So hey. Not over till the fat lady sings, but two and six is a tough road. So um, he is projected to win because his team is actually good. Um, he's projected to win by 18. So at quarterback, he's got Herbert and I've got Stroud. That's Herbert. I mean, Stroud's good. Stroud's pretty solid. But... Although Herbert has been atrocious lately. Um, but. He ended up doing fine against Dallas, but he was really bad last week. I think Chicago will be much friendlier. <laughs> Should be. Um, but yeah, it is kind of interesting to see him go up and down. I don't know if the Chargers are like a Staley problem or if they're a Herbert problem. Or if it's just like they both have this choking aspect of their career that they can't get rid of and with one of them when one of them chokes the other one steps up but when the other one right. steps up the other one chokes so they're always choking yeah i don't know what the uh i don't know what the deal is either uh, and, and again they actually did run a pretty really a pretty solid offense for the first several weeks it's really just been the last two that have been tough um so i don't not overly worried about it and they've had two tough matchups too so i think they're going to be perfectly fine uh but he like they just their offensive line just like everybody's getting through and they he's running for his life. Yeah, which is tough. I still I still like Herbert. Like I like him a lot for the rest of the year. I like him in this matchup. Um, running backs is another advantage for Andy. He's got Saquon and Gibbs, and without Montgomery, Gibbs should be pretty good. Uh, and I've got Javante Williams and Demarcado, so room for improvement. Is Monty there. definitely out? He texted me saying he was, but I never really verified it. Um, let's check it out. Where's two? That would be weird if he texted you saying he was and it wasn't verified by some sort of news source. Because uh, he's not he's not practicing. His projections down to four points. Then they've got a buy. He's not gonna play. It'd be it'd be dumb if they played Montgomery. I mean, yeah, we'll just have to see. I I mean, it doesn't seem like it. But yeah. Um, moving on to wide receivers. Um, I've got Diggs. He's got Chase. I mean, you you typically say that's a wash. This year, yeah. Diggs is better, but you still say it's a wash because it's Jamar. He could drop fifty. Um, then the rest of them, he's got Lockett, Pickens, JSN. And I've got Amari, Godwin, and Hollywood Brown. And then at tight ends, he's got Goddard, and I got Waller. I might be a little biased. All my guys had a terrible week last week. They either went like six catches on 12 targets or two catches on eight targets. Um, I don't think that's going to happen every week. So I anticipate a little bit of an upgrade because, yes, 
I only dropped 81 points last week, and that was fucking brutal. Um, but I do still like – maybe it's just a name thing. I like the names of my wide receivers as a whole better than his. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think I think that, yeah, I think he definitely has the running back advantage and the quarterback advantage. I think tight end is, is pretty much a wash. Um, and then I think overall – it's hard because God, well, Godwin's got five point six. Diggs only has three point seven. Of course, ten minutes. Godwin's got seven point five. All right, he got another catch. It must be seven minutes behind again. Um, and uh, so like JSN's got Cleveland. DK is going to be back. He he's going to have you know he could have three again, right? So like he he's sort of the odd man out of this crew. Yeah. Um, obviously Chase and Diggs are a wash, and then Cooper, Brown, Godwin versus Pickens. Smith and Jigba and and uh, Lockett. I think, yeah, you have the advantage in, in wide receivers. Um, overall, I do think the advantage goes to Andy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that being said, I'm going to beat him 141 to 130. What's your prediction? Uh, you said 141 to 130. Yeah. I think we're going to see – yeah, I, I think it's uh, – Last week I predicted Andy would win and he really let me down. So I'm gonna double down and say Andy's gonna win again. It's a smart one forty seven to one nineteen. I love it. One nineteen. That's better than unless 81. Nelly Furtado goes off. Watch out for Nelly, man. He's it's a revenge game for him on Andy. This is something that nobody's really talking about. That's true. Uh, we were tweeting at him about it earlier too, so he knows. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, the next one here, we've got Chris versus Mike List. This is a this is a battle. This is interesting. Um, what do we got at QBs? Uh, Chris versus List, Burrow versus Jackson. I could give the edge to uh to Lamar, uh, yep. especially since he's got Arizona instead of San Francisco. Not huge edge, but it's an edge. No, I'd agree. Um, until we see more from Burrow, you can't choose Burrow over Lamar right now. Um, <laughs> this text us. Did. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and then at running back, Pollard, Roshan, um, of course, coming off the massive game, he's got Monty in there now. But in reality, that's going to be. He's got Roshan. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. My bad. I'll shut up. Henry. Pacheco in ETN versus Pollard, Roshan, and we're going to say he's out, so he's probably going to start either Gainwell or Kelly or maybe yeah. Jordan Reed. That's ugly. Um, wow. Mike. And Tyreek might not play this week. Dude, Chris is going to get shellacked. Tyreek's going to play. Dude, he's I heard he was out. It seemed like he was going to be out for like a, a bit. It said he... um. I'm he looking at it right today? now. Says he was officially limited today. Okay, then maybe he'll be with fine. Hip, yeah, with a hip scare. Yes, William. Come sit out here. Enjoy the night. Listen to Daddy and Ryan talk. Okay. Sounds good. Um. But yeah, I think Mike's got the advantage at QB and with the running backs. Um, wide receivers, I still think Tyreek's playing. Um, 
So like what I guess pass catchers, right? Wide receivers and tight end. I think you gotta give the advantage to Chris. And that's probably yeah. gonna hold keep him in the game. Um this these two are usually scoring a decent amount of points. So I'm gonna say one fifty two to one forty three in advantage of Mr. Mike List. And Mike's going to six and two. Okay. So I think we're gonna see List win. I think it's gonna be yeah, I think you could see him one thirty nine and then it's gonna be tough with Chris if Hill doesn't play. I say like one seventeen. Okay. It's a low score for Chris. Chris had nobody last week and I think he he definitely outscored me. So Yeah. He still dropped one. Uh, I I think that last week two two Atwell scored a touchdown. Josh Downs had like twenty five points. Yeah, um, he's averaging more than fifteen points a game. Just saying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think some of these trends are going to continue this week. So if Montgomery doesn't play and Tyreek doesn't play, it could get real ugly. Yeah, it it definitely could. It, it could turn on Chris real quick, but. Uh... We'll see. It's a battle of horses this week. Battle yeah, of horses. List has got more guys in there healthy this week and playing, so I, I got to go with him for sure. Yeah. Um. Our next one here, we've got Humble Pie Jimbo versus the boys of Mooney Field, Patrice. Uh, Jimbo's projected for 139 and Pat's projected for 128. Uh, yep. I don't know if it's going to be that close. I think Jim's team has been, what, the best team all year. He's in first. Doesn't he have most points? Um, he's got some soft matchups, uh, like really yeah. good matchups for him for every position. But obviously, Mahomes versus Dak, yeah, it's Mahomes because it's Mahomes over everyone. Um, Especially against Denver. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, he's playing Denver again. You know, they played Denver two weeks ago, and he dropped 23. Chris Godwin, what's up for the touchdown? <laughs> and he must be crying. He might have you gone know, to bed Shout out to uh, Tim McDonald, who made a comment about um, who's the wide receiver. Uh, Mariana, say hi, Ryan. Nope, okay. He said that uh, cutie pie, Jahan Dodson, has – the same amount of touchdowns as Amari and Godwin combined. Well, not anymore, man. Thank you for that. Cutie pie is terrible. <laughs> I don't understand what happened there. He needs Carson Wentz back. Uh, but because I honestly like, did Curtis Samuel just become better than him, or was like? Well, it's uh, just that like Curtis Samuel gets like screen passes and like apparently Jahan Dotson can't get any passes. Yeah, I don't even know if he's getting targets. We're we're jumping all <laughs> over the place right now. We we gotta take a look at this. I yeah. see. It. Wonderful. I see her. So uh, Jacobs and Mostert are for sure favored okay. over Robinson and Hubbard. Like we're not gonna debate that. Yeah. Um, Addison, Olave, and Mooney. Mooney can't possibly be in his lineup. He's not serious. He, yeah, he is, man. Oh my God, I would probably play Hyatt, but yeah, it's not great. Okay. Oh, you um, yeah. Point flip. But again, Mooney, um, AJ Brown, Drake London, Cortland Sutton. Tell you what, 
Andy mocked us, but Sutton had 20 points last week. Gibbs did have a better game, though. Uh, but I think that just reflected what we were talking about. Gibbs right. had the ultimate garbage game. Garbage time game. What, do you have nine receptions? What do you think he is, Alvin Kamara? Yeah, and he had the, he had a touchdown on the like last drive or the second to last drive. How did they not pull their starters out? Like, what the fuck are they doing? I mean, Gibbs is a backup, so they were just letting their backup. Yeah, but golf reps. played too. <laughs> I hear you on that one. Yeah. But golf played too. It was crazy. Uh, Anyways, maybe Campbell was punishing them. Oh yeah, you guys are gonna play like shit. Now you're he gonna play the whole game, right? Down forty to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Run it back. Get out there. But uh, Sutton has been pretty darn consistent all year. I just love when Sleeper projects him for 10. It's like, well, he's had at least 11 every week except for one. (laughs) Sleeper projection should get their entire... There should be a podcast dedicated to that every week. Right. Um, But Sutton's playing the Chiefs. London's playing the Titans. Hidia Brown's playing the Commanders. Mostert's playing the Pats. Jacobs is playing Detroit. Hawkinson is playing the Packers. I think I already said that. And then he's got Zeke, who's just like, Jim could just do whatever he wants with his flex. Like, ah, throw out Zeke. Whatever. Uh, he's nah, throw, back in throw Curtis Samuel back in. <laughs> oh, no, you. I love how he, he, he rosters Shark and Lazard, some guy named Powell, a second kicker for good measure, and Craig Reynolds and is in yep. first place. Does what he wants. I mean... <laughs> I just realized now that this is not Bilal Powell, whatever that guy's name was. No, that was the running back. This is Brandon. Yeah, this is Brandon Powell. He's much more badass. Bilal's a softy. Where the hell did Brandon Powell come from? I don't know, but he looked pretty good the other day. Did you see any of that game? I watched like an hour of football last week. It was not a a good performance. But yeah, he had some good plays. I mean, I'm not expecting much from him, though. Oh, he's a wide receiver? Yeah. I don't know anything about this guy, man. Holy shit. Where is he Honestly, from? Honestly, first time last week was the first time I'd seen him. Oh, he played at Florida. I had no idea. He's already been on one, two, three, four. This is his sixth team. I think he's, like, fairly old, if I recall them saying correctly. I think he's, like, 20-something. He's 28. Maybe. 28. 28. Yeah. I guess he's twenty something. Well, that is what you need to do to be in first. Um, yeah, take notes. Get a second kicker, everyone. I want to continue to talk about Chris Olave. It's yeah, it's a- interesting, right? He's having a little bit of a fall. It's been a couple of weeks, and he yeah, he's got one touchdown. Uh, that was against the Pats. He only had, he didn't even get 10 points in that game. Um, but like, he's essentially Cortland Sutton this year. Yeah. He's had, he's had two games of 20 points, and then he's had 14, 16, 13, and then nine and one. So, like, when is, when is Chris Olave going to boom? It's not like he's not getting targets. He's had double digit targets in one, two, three, four, five out of seven games. Like he's getting receptions eight six eight seven seven, and then there's two games where he had one and two, which is terrible. But <laughs> I mean, 
he's a deep ball guy. He's got a deep ball quarterback. He's getting a ton of targets, and he's still not performing. It's yeah. just kind of disappointing because you well, expect I think, more. You know, I think he's kind of taken like a little bit of the DJ Moore career arc, right? Like quarterback's not that great, but not terrible. He's good, but he's not like as consistent as he needs to be yet. Like, I don't know. Maybe he's just not like a true superstar like people were kind of expecting, uh, yeah. which is kind of how it works. You have a good, like he had 209 points last year. Good, right? Really good. Not like amazing. <laughs> so it's like you, you, somebody does something like that and you just assume next year they're going to have 310 points. And it's like, well, not that many players for 310 points, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's not that easy to make that second jump, and, and sometimes it takes a couple of years. And sometimes you don't get there at all. But, I mean, he's he's a really good player. And, like, I think worst-case scenario, you're looking at a wide receiver, too, perennially, until he maybe gets to that next level. Yeah. I mean... Or gets a better quarterback. <laughs> if you were going to offer a trade for Olave, what, what would you offer? Well, it was funny. Pat and I, like, early on in the year, and even as much, soon as, like, a few weeks ago, we're talking, like, a Ken Walker-Olave swap. Um, and like, since then, you know, things have gotten, uh, not as good for Alave and have gone the other direction for Walker. So, you know, I've, I've come to, there's just so few running backs out there that are really good that it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, bail on, on him. Um, even for someone like Olave, who I think has good up long-term potential, but he's not, I don't think he has the same level of output as, as Walker does for this year. I would agree. If I were you, I wouldn't trade Walker for Olave. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I we're just still waiting. We we yeah. talked about it enough, so like it is what it is. But I'm just I want to see more from him still. Um, kind of interesting though. Jordan Addison is kind of balling out, like especially with Justin he Jefferson is. out. He looks uh, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Kind of wish I'd pushed a little harder for him instead of Amari and that Brian Robinson trade, but I don't think Pat would have really entertained it anyway. Um, Dad, yes. All right, I'll shut the phone. I'll shut the phone. No, because we need the light. Oh. You know what's probably pretty warm is your bed. Go Yo, shut the fan off. Who's warm? What? I said, you know what's probably pretty warm is your bed. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that? Ryan had a good idea. You should go to bed. I was just teasing you, though, Mariana. I was just teasing you. Yeah, Ryan's a big meanie. Yeah. Mm, or fun. Sure. It depends on how you view it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the, so what's your prediction for Jimbo versus Pat? <laughs> Are we still doing that one? Yeah, I no. Think. Um, I, I, think, I think Jim's going to spank him. Jim's Team's got something going this year. Um, concerns, I guess, are if Mostert doesn't play and if Hawkinson doesn't play, there's like a little bit of, as we saw, he can't play Folk in that slot. So um, we'll have to see what he does if that's the case. But uh, if everything is, is according to plan, I think Jim wins like 151 to 126. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Next one is an interesting matchup. Uh, Tim is trying to save his season. Yeah, this uh, is a big one. It is a big one because you look at Max, right, and you think, "Oh, Max one and six should be should be a victory for Tim." Blah blah blah. Um, 
it looks kind of weird right now. Tim's only projected for 93, and Max is projected for 107. Um, yeah. Max has Kincaid going right now. Tim has Rashad White. But Tim also has Sam Darnold, who is still not projected for any points. And he doesn't have a, doing there. Yeah, and he doesn't have a tight end. Um, yeah. But well, let's well, say, he'll be favored by maybe like seven or eight points, maybe like 55, 45 kind of thing. Yeah. Um, not the ideal uh it's not the ideal uh lead you want over max but uh you know max team has actually been playing halfway decent lately too huh. there's a touchdown here oh kincaid i think kincaid just scored wow kincaid is about to strike tim's down strike to, uh, strike him in the heart and strike him down <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness! A Kincaid bomb, and now we wish I hadn't traded Kincaid for Goff since Goff blows. Why is it taking so long for Sleeper to load? It hasn't rendered for me either. Anyways, um, I mean that's huge for Max. There it is. Kincaid just went from one point to ten points. Uh, yeah, so that that's a that's a big touchdown for Maxi right there. Um, once Darnold gets you know, officially ruled as the starter and all that jazz. Would you rather have him versus the Bengals or Geno versus the Browns? I would rather have him versus the Bengals. That's that's interesting. Um, yeah. Sam Donald. Somebody wants him over Geno Smith. It's crazy. The Cleveland D is no joke, and Geno has been not great. No, he hasn't. He's twenty second best quarterback, but he has had his bye. He's he's been beyond pedestrian. So um, I don't think he's got more than he hasn't cracked twenty since week two. Yeah. He's just barely cracked fifteen. Sixteen, sixteen, ten, and eighteen. And the other one was ten and twenty eight. So it's been bad. Darnold's definitely a more entertaining start. Uh, I I told Tim it reminds me of when he started Stidham for the championship yeah, game. That's right. Like, the nuts crazy. on Tim. Crazy, crazy but I, I'll always support that. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah. But Max's running backs, he's he's got Brees, he's got Jonathan Taylor. They both seem healthy. They're both uh Brees is back from his bye. It's gonna be interesting to see how his team performs with both those guys full go for the first time. Um. Yeah, and Tim's got Rashad White and Kareem Hunt. I mean, Max probably has the RB advantage against anyone outside of Mike List in the league. So, uh, yeah, I mean, me or me maybe yours too. Other yeah. Than that, other that than that, it's 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 there's yeah there's nobody who is going to rival him because like those are all the RBs in the league are like on three teams. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and then. You know, Rashad White and Cream Hunt not a not really in the same conversation. Wide receivers are where it gets a little funky, right? So, yeah. Max has got Rishi Rice, Kendrick Bourne, Demario Douglas, and then he's starting Kincaid and Logan Thomas. Um, and Tim's got DJ Moore, Zay Flowers, Tank Dell, and he doesn't have a tight end yet. Uh, okay, why is Tim trading Waller for Tank Dell when he's got? Judy, Mingo, Bateman, Elijah Moore, and Dotson already on his and Wondell Robinson, who he can plug in. He texted me and said he needs thinks it's time to make a change. 
spice it up a little bit. And I don't think he has confidence in Judy. I think that is beyond. Uh, yeah, well, Judy sucks, but. Um, Mingo hasn't shown anything. It's been the Adam Thielen show. And Rashad Bateman, I feel like Tim's just holding on to him on his roster because he doesn't want to be the guy to let him go. He likes he likes Rashad Bateman. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to cut the ties yet. But he's, well, he paid a second for him. Yeah, which yikes. Um, then he's got <laughs> Elijah Moore, who's got PJ Walker throwing him the ball, and Elijah Moore has been terrible all year. He's the 60th best wide receiver, uh, without any health issues, without any missed time. And then he doesn't – he can't start Jahan Dotson. He's 61st. Um, and Wandale seems to be – It's almost hard to, hard to pick receivers who are going to be at this level, this many of them. That's just yeah. really rough. But, like, at least Tank is like, okay, good situation, good offense, good matchup. Um, he can drop 20-plus points. He's a big play guy, but he's also a kind of small guy, so he, he, he does a lot of things. I'm a huge Tank Dell fan. And I think the reality on the Waller thing, I'm always low on tight ends, but it is what it is. It's Kelsey and it's Andrews and it's everybody else. And Laporta should be in there too. And Hawkinson should be in there. So I I already want to correct what I said there. Um, I think there's a top, there's a top three and then it's Hawkinson's in there and then Laporta's just outside. But like after that, the fifth, Rated tight end right now is Waller. And then you got people uh, like George Kittle is eight and Cole Komet is nine. They're three points away. And I know I've been mocked for saying that Cole Komet is essentially George Kittle, but they have boom games. They have shit games, boom games, shit games. And they usually end up in like the top five to seven. Yeah, Kittle's, yeah. Has, Kittle's historically been better i'm not saying anything otherwise and i've said a million times kittle's the best tight end in the nfl if i had to choose a tight end for my nfl team i would choose him every single time um but i rest i that's all i gotta say so all out yeah um sorry i don't know where she went oh yeah I, I don't i don't think waller's anything too crazy right like he could just get six points, yeah, and be like every no. other tight end. That's fair. So, what do we think about this matchup? What's the projection? Max I gotta Russell go rolling two TE. I didn't see that. Logan Thomas, love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna choose Tim here. I think Tim keeps his life, his season alive. Um, he'll get some. I'm predicting whoever he chooses as a tight end off waivers right now will score him a touchdown. Um, and okay. I think um, DJ Moore has to get the ball, so he's going to score. Um, even with the badge man behind center, he's going to score. I think Zay Flowers is going to have a decent game. Um, and I think Tank Dell is going to have a good game. So. I'm choosing Tim one twenty one to one fifteen. Okay. Whew, this is a tough one, I will say. Um, it's now basically a coin toss. Although Rashad White's up to ten now, uh, after Kincaid's up to ten, I think Tim will still probably be favored by about four or five. I just feel like Max's team has been hot. Brees may well go off. Taylor's been looking good. 
Rashi's playing Denver. He could get a he could get a score. Kendrick Bourne's gonna have to pass a lot in Miami against Miami. Same with Douglas. I just feel like Max is gonna have another pretty good week and uh and just break Tim's heart. 127, 123. I respect the shit out of that prediction. Um it'd be interesting to see what happens with in this hypothetical if my Max does beat Tim. What does Tim do? Max. With what? <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, say again. Uh what what Tim does with uh Fields after this week if he loses. I know. Well, that's the thing. Tim's in such a tough spot when it comes to selling because obviously if he goes to two and six, his team is not coming back from two and six. Yeah. And he doesn't have a ton of people to sell either. Maybe like Rashad White. Um DJ Moore, I think he'd have to sell because he's got so many receivers he can keep. Like I know he's gonna keep Zay Flowers. He's not gonna trade him anywhere, but he could potentially keep Tank Dell. Maybe there's hopes on hope for Bateman or Dotson to have a rebound or more. Um I don't know. He's in a tough spot. I don't know. Yeah. So um it's not like his draft capital is terrible next year. Fields has gotta be traded though. It's just what's you what are you gonna get for him now that he's hurt? Yeah. We we were also talking about like a Stroud Fields type of trade tonight. And he was like, ah, maybe I'm just um you know overreacting a little bit on like the anticipation of Stroud. And so I get it. I mean it's probably not the best time to trade Fields. If he gets if he's ruled in and he's gonna play next week, like and somebody needs a quarterback for a push and Tim's two and six, he should get a decent deal. Nothing too right. crazy, but It'll be more next week than it would be this week. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens there. Um, next one we got is a new matchup of, of powerhouses because Phil is here projected for 146 and Mike's yep. Decidus is projected for 143. Um, he's having a pretty good night so far, but who do you got in this one? Lead us. Yeah, so Hurts and Allen. I mean, Allen's already got 20, so you like Allen's chances uh, yeah. still in the first half. Hurts um, is obviously good, but, you know, this is a good spot. So um, James Cook's got six in the first half versus Bijan. He may or may not get carries this week. We'll have to <laughs> see. Um, I think yeah. you probably give this matchup to Bijan still, but, I mean, the reality is he's what? 21, 25, 11, 22, 13, 14, Point four, and then you've got Cook, 11, 23, 14, 15, 6, 8, 20. Now he's at 6 today. So, yeah, it's a slight edge to Bijan, but it's not the edge that we thought it would be at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, look, I think Bijan's coming. Or Bijan, sorry. Sorry, Bijan. Bijan. Tennessee's tough, too. Against the yeah, against the running backs. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just... I don't think this is going to be like a Kyle Pitts thing where all of a sudden, for no reason, they're just not giving him the ball. Um, I, I think Bijan's going to be fine. So I need to get to know Arthur Smith a little bit more. I have been avoiding him. I'm not going to lie. It's like little <laughs> things come up on Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care about what he has to say. It's fine. Yeah, he's so obnoxious. Anyways, no, I hear you. I, I do think that Bijan will have a – Bijan yeah. will have more bounce back. <laughs> uh, game this week, but but it's just you know he's it, he does still share. He doesn't necessarily get red zone work. Like it's it's just weird the way they use him. Like why would they not 
I don't get it. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, I don't know. But he, he still scored over twenty points three times. You know, it's just last week was weird. He just uh, hasn't in three weeks. You know what I mean? It, it, that's all. It's just changed a little bit. Yeah, I mean the next one's interesting, right? Old man Kamara versus Ramondre. Kamara's projected for nineteen. Ramondre for thirteen. I like Kamara. I mean, I I was thinking about trying to trade. I I offered Kareem a deal. And it wasn't like I would have maybe been willing to pay at twenty five first, uh. But obviously, he got a better deal from Mike. Um, yeah. Kamara's good. I mean, I, I think in some ways, like the receiving will probably slow down a little bit. Um, but still, I think you know he's obviously a top twelve running back, and it's a it's a good move for Mike to make. He's at four and three. Needed another running back. This is the guy. So, um. Still's got two firsts next year. Pretty solid keepers. So, I mean, it, it's a good move. Yeah. No, it's a good move. Um, what about Mondre? Everyone else seems to think he paid too high of a price, though. That's like, seems to be word around the league. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, like, a little bit. But, like, what's Kareem realistically going to sell Kamara for? What was he? He wasn't doing it for a second. He was, He didn't do it for two seconds. I know someone else yeah. did, too. Um, out of my face, bro. Um, and I think I offered him some trades that he didn't really care for. Um, but they weren't pick centered, and I wasn't really trying that hard. Um, so I I think it was definitely a good deal. Mike still has a ton of draft capital, so yeah, uh, it was something he, he can could make do. another move if he wants to. Yeah. Um, what about Mondre? Phil thinks Mondre is perfectly fine and good and great. No. I mean, he's just not. Uh, he's okay, right? Like yeah. he's gonna have decent games or he's gonna have bad games, but there are no more like really good games. Sixteen, sixteen, nine, seven, three, nineteen, fifteen. It's fine. But it's not what you're hoping for, and like he's the middle of the pack RB two, and it's just like somebody that next year is uh, is borderline keepable. Uh, you know, it's just tough. He did not yeah. have the year he was supposed to have. Let's put it that way. No, I agree. And it's like, what's his actual value? Nobody's going to want to trade for him. They can't. You're not going to keep Mondre unless he turns it around. No. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. He's not keepable at this rate. Yeah. Wide receivers is a very – or just like pass catchers, right? Um, interesting matchup here. There's a lot of good guys. Um, CD, Garrett Wilson, McLaurin, Kelsey, and Christian Watson for Phil. Like – that's solid. Yeah, let's enough. talk about the Christian Watson saga. I'm out. I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've got something, but I I don't know exactly what happened. The fact that Phil offered it after the game is like a little bit interesting. Like if he knew that he was hurt, then that's fine, but like Andy does the trade. He comes back. He's like, I just unloaded Watson because I had to because he got hurt. Phil and like Phil like maybe doesn't know. I don't know. It's a little interesting because and the reason I actually mention it is because I actually had a guy in another league that I'm in, Max's friend Caskins. He'll come back to you if you like offer him a trade. He'll come back to you and ask like, Hey, do you still want to do this trade? If like you've left it up for a little while, like this was like months later. So. I don't know. I think in that situation, that might have been warranted. Like, hey, you know Watson just got hurt, right? Um, like, because if Phil still wants to do the trade, then what difference does it make to Andy? Um, yeah. 
So that's the only thing there. It reminds me of during the draft when we all thought that Javante play was from the preseason and not from like his rookie year. And where I was aggressively trying to trade Javante to you the next day at the golf course. But like my intention what the whole time was to get you to agree to a deal and be like, no, I'm just kidding, man. That wasn't from last year. It wasn't from last night. <laughs> and just fuck with you. Um, so you wouldn't have done the deal? No, I, absolutely not. I was texting, I think it was Kareem, because we were doing sports bets during that round, too. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to fuck with him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> That's right, yeah. So, I mean, look, everyone's different. Um. I think Andy saw an opportunity to do a trade, and he and he hit accept. Yeah. I do think it's karmic that he's back this week. It's very funny. It uh, is because he wouldn't have sold them for a second if he knew that. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have. But also, like, that's kind of a fair value for Watson. Like he, you had high hopes for him at because at the end of last year, but last year it was. He can't stay healthy, can't stay healthy. He's banged up. Uh, if he can stay healthy this year, he'll be great. And then he missed games at the beginning of the year, and then he came back, and he's banged up again. Um, and, like, that's why I made the bet with Andy for Palmer versus Watson right. for point the rest of the year. And I told him, I was like, I wanted to ask for two-to-one odds, but I figured it would you would say no – but you would say yes if I said no in like no injury clauses. Right, right, right. You thought it was going to happen anyways. Yeah, I was like, so th- that's an advantage to me. Like, and now ironically, Josh Palmer's not practicing. So, um, ah, talk about it, it next week. Good time. Story. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there's no injury clause, right? Yeah. So well, whatever. Don't worry, he'll be hurt soon. Um, but outside of Watson. Did you know that C.D. Lamb is the 25th best wide receiver in fantasy this yeah, year? Yeah, well, he's his target shares dropped a ton. They're just not throwing him the ball as much. They're not throwing the ball as much at all as a team. Dak also <laughs> might blow. Yeah, I mean, he's he's only finished inside the top 24 twice this year. That's not good. And, like, that should change, but when? And why hasn't it changed? Why yet? would it change at this point? Like, what's going to be the difference? Oh, you got it. Way to go. But uh, I think you can say the same about to Mike on the other side about Devonta Smith. Devonte Smith. Um, yeah. Because he's been, I mean, he's been not good. He's 29. Yeah. And in reality, he has 17 and 27 to start since then. 7, 15, 2, 9, and 9. And, like, there's kind of enough to see there to be, like, maybe it's not going to change. A.J. Brown is the dude. Goddard's there. They run the ball with Swift. They run the ball with Hurts. Um, Right. Devonta will get his, but I thought he would be getting more. I thought his would be more than what it is right now. Yeah. Uh, And, like, last year he – he had some ups and downs last year too, and then he came. He finished the year very strong, so that could happen. Um, but we'll see. Oh, let me turn this down a little bit. Um, 
I, I still like Devontae, but it is going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, Garrett Wilson versus Amon Ra. I mean, Amon Ra gets the... Then go sit over there, please. And I'll bring it over to you. Yeah, I mean, I think for, as far as as far as Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson goes, it's just Amon Ra is what Garrett Wilson was supposed to be. And obviously with Zach Wilson, things are, times are tough. I think he's like wide receiver 31 right now. They did just have his bye, so... But he, he's a wide receiver, too, right on the edge, probably most weeks. Um, so it's just it's a tougher spot than what you were anticipating. So definitely the edge to Amon Ra. And then Devonta and Terry McLaurin. Quite frankly, McLaurin's been better lately. 22, <laughs> 8, 14, and 15 the last couple of weeks. Probably give him the slight edge over Devonta at this point. Although they are playing Washington, so they stink. And theoretically... Eventually, Devonta will have a big game too, right? Like he's he's not going to not score a touchdown again. Yeah, we'll see. What about uh, versus Kelsey is a mismatch, though. Yeah, Kelsey just owned me last year. Kelsey was the difference between Phil dropping eighty-one and me dropping eighty-one. That's it. Because I lost by roughly forty points, and. Kelsey had 40 points rounding up. <laughs> but that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Phil had a terrible week, and I was like, oh my God, his team's being terrible. I just need to not be so terrible to pull out, squeak out a victory here, and hope that Kelsey doesn't go off. And my team just did not do anything. So <laughs> yeah, the, the Kelsey advantage is real. Um I think because of that, and I yeah, other than that, it's a pretty evenly matched one. Obviously, the the sleeper projection is reflected in that. I think Phil's going to win 160 to 150. I think it's going to be a high-scoring week all the way around. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the last couple of weeks have been have been lower scoring. I do think that uh, Phil has a slight edge um, with some of the with – the, with the – just the – oh, my God, the Bruins blew it. Blew it. Um they have a slight edge with, with Kelsey over the Schultz thing and everything else being kind of close wide receiver and running back wise. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Phil to 152, 141, uh, 144. There we go. I like it. All right. The next one here is another big matchup. So Labar's four and three is facing off against Kareem, who, as we alluded to earlier, like he's fighting for his season. He yeah, he's also in the two and five slot in the two and five spot. Yep. And like he's already kind of pushed the panic button with the Kamara. Yeah, I mean selling trade. Kamara there. I don't I mean I don't know that he needed to sell Kamara there. He could have just waited. Yeah. But clearly he tells you that he's panicked that it might not continue, right? Take it take what he can get while he can get it. Yeah, I mean, he acknowledges the five loss thing, right? Like chances aren't that great when you're two and five, so yeah. He, and look, Pierce, I know everyone says he's terrible and he's had a bad year. He hasn't done anything, but he could turn around and be a serviceable, like low end RB2. And yeah, I've kind of written off. I just think he stinks. I mean, like, let's compare him to someone who, I, who I'm a fan of and I'd rather have, but I just traded him, Brian Robinson. Uh, yeah, he's who, worse. <laughs> you'd think he's worse. And now, yeah. If I had to choose between the two right now, I would say Brian Robinson, but like this Rodriguez guy in the commanders is getting touches. Who the hell is this? Um, it's now been three <laughs> weeks of Robinson not, 
not really getting touches. And that was the whole thing to Robinson was that he was going to get 15 to 20 touches. So the Chris Rodriguez know. who has 2.7 and 3.8 points the last two weeks. But like why is he even over. out there? I don't know, man. <laughs> like oh, that's funny. Let's talk about Robinson here. So um after his week two blow up performance where he dropped 31 points and he was RB1, he's got eight points off 10 touches, 15 points off 16. All right, so that's kind of more like it. Nine points off of 10 touches, 15 points out of 12 touches. That's because he fell into the end zone. He only had 10 carries for 31 yards. Um, yeah. And then. But he's going to score TDs. That's, that's his MO, right? The nine touches. Like you know, he's going to have tough games when they when they lose. It's when they win, he can he could scores a TD and runs for at least 50, 60 yards. You're going to have you're going to have your eighteen, twenty. Gets a second touchdown once or twice a year. You know. I mean, that makes sense. I'm not going to say he's definitely not going to be that type of player. Um, but he has he's never done that before. He wasn't a touchdown guy for the second half of last year. He was just a touches guy. Um. So, I don't know. I'm scared for Brian Robinson because I really like him and I want him to be good, and I'm confused on what's happening there. Um, but anyway, back to Damian Pierce and Kareem. Um, quarterback position, Tua versus Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence is Tua's like – Tua's Yeah, Lawrence is like the most disappointing – Candidate for most disappointing player in fantasy this year. I don't Every, disagree. Everyone was super high on him. I, I I was one of them. I thought he was going to be great. I wanted to draft him. Him or Ripley. Uh, yeah, and Kareem's got both. Yeah, but I mean, only averaging under sixteen points a game. That's that's not good for for Trevor Lawrence. So anyway, no, two against the Pats. Uh, the Pats are going to do what the Pats do. They're going to make this game ugly. They're going to make the Dolphins work for stuff in the air. And especially if Tyreek's banged up, probably won't do anything. But in theory, it should help the Patriots. Um, I think I it's going to be closer. Like between Tua and Lawrence, I think it's going to be closer than what you think. But Tua, for sure. You'd be okay. uh, what about running backs? I just don't know that Aaron Jones is like he's still – he didn't practice Wednesday. He's now limited again on Thursday. He kind of played, but he didn't really play that much last week. I don't. I think he's hurt still. Yeah. Like I, don't, I think they got to ride their moose, man. Let Dylan go out there and work. Stop trying to sell people on AJ Dylan, dude. I love it. It's AJ probably Dylan. gonna he's happen. Not trying to sell anyone. He's he actually has looked good running the ball the last few weeks. Um, don't get ahead of yourself, man. It was just last week where he looked okay. No, he looked good a couple weeks ago too. Uh, it was I think they played on either Sunday or Monday night. Tim and I were watching it. Uh, we're talking about it. It was the oh, it was buddy. like the week after his the week after his bye. Yeah, it was last week. He's looked good the last two weeks. You and Tim, bunch of butt buddies. Um, That's I Andy offered, and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I offered Labar Aaron jo- or Hollywood for Aaron Jones today, um, and he said no way, which is a little surprising. Uh, Hollywood for Aaron Jones to Labar. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable offer. I think I I mean 
I'm surprised Lamar didn't take that offer. I guess what does he have running back wise? He's got to play Madison, who just lost carries to Acres. Yikes! Yeah. yeah, so that's a little tougher. He kind of needs. That's the thing. The, the scarcity running of running backs. backs is real in our league. No, and and he said that too. He said running backs are just still so tough. If I if I make that trade, um, so like, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I and then he's mixing Jones versus Swift Pierce. I don't know, wash because, whatever. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I say wash. I think that's fair. I mean, it's not. It's not crazy one way or the other. And then, wide receivers. Kareem's got Waddle, Ridley, and Puka. He's also got Tyler Boyd and Johnny Smith, and. The bar's got Mike Evans, Thielen, Kirk, and then Laporta and Kittle, the two tight end attack there. Uh, Mike Evans is having a bad Mike Evans game. He's only got one catch for seven yards. Second half just started, so still plenty of time. Um, But, like, unless Thielen drops 35 again, got to give the advantage to to Kareem. Like, Waddle's been super disappointing. But But Kirk's been good. Kirk Kirk has been good. Kirk's Kirk. wide receiver fifteen. That's what Christian Kirk do. He did it last no, year. No, too. but I think it's clear it's advantage Kareem. Just because if Evans is at one point seven, if Evans gets fifteen, then it's probably fairly even again. But where he's at right now at halftime, it's not ideal. That's true. I I definitely agree. Um even though like Labar's got such a big advantage at tight end position. Um I gotta, I'm gonna think I'm gonna choose Kareem here. He's projected to okay. win by three. I think he's probably gonna win like 135 to 125. I don't like betting okay. against Lebar because his team has actually been pretty solid all year long. Um I just I don't I don't think Kareem's done yet. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give the edge to Kareem as well. Um Jones scares me a little bit. I think it's gonna be somewhat low scoring, but not too low scoring, 131-121. Okay. Mm, that's a good guess. We've got um one last matchup here, and it's it's a big one for you and Brendan. You guys Huge are both. Me. both oh, and Brendan. Three yeah, he's 3-4 too. thought he was 4-3 yeah. for some reason. I mean, from a standings perspective, you are you are behind Brendan. Yeah, Brendan way less than Brendan. Yeah, he has 982 points. That is pretty darn good. Uh, yes. Pat's got 846. He's right ahead of you. You've got 833. I mean, I said it last last week that I thought your team was a candidate to drop 180. <laughs> then we had 90. <laughs> kind of overshot that one a little bit. <laughs> we had half. I also don't think it's weeks. that... I don't think it's that far fetched to say your team could drop most points this week. Like I don't. No, I don't it could definitely happen. Far-fetched. I honestly, I don't quite understand what's happening in in general. But I had I've had some buy situations, and Marvin Mims has gotten negatives to it two of the last three weeks. I mean, um, that's what's happening. You're getting punished but, for starting Marvin Mims. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, like. Even so, I mean, what if I start someone who got 20? Would I have 110? I still lose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, so I think – I do think that at some point I'm due. I'm a little worried 
uh, I don't think Walker's practiced it yet this week. Doesn't seem like there's much concern, but um, it's not ideal. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Eckler's been good getting back to health, but hopefully he'll have a, break, a better game this week against – hopefully the Chargers will just play better this week and they play the Bears. So, um, you know, I like get, to think – It's a get-right game. Yeah, I would hope so. So, um, but yeah, it doesn't sound like doesn't sound like uh, Debo's gonna play. So I should be a pretty main target again. Um, yeah. Maybe he'll even get some targets in the second half. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I going, think it could be fun. Through it, this matchup's pretty even. Uh, it is Goff and Kirk Cousins. Um, the matchup for Goff, I think, is better, but the matchup for Kirk is still pretty good. Uh, yeah, I I would give the slight edge to Cousins. I think um, if they if they're rolling, they're coming out of a huge Monday night game against the Niners where Kirk looked good. Like, yeah, he did look really good actually. the The momentum factor has me leaning towards Kirk in this matchup. Um, then you know he's famously got McCaffrey and Najee, and you've got Kenneth Walker and Eckler. Um, and you've got Henderson in the flex. He's got Foreman in the flex. Um, so that's it's interesting. It's pretty close. I mean, Brendan has a decent running backs too, but that's just really the McCaffrey factor. Um, I think I'd give you the edge on the running backs if if Walker's healthy and playing, which I think he will play. Um, Walker and Eckler's just solid. And then Henderson, is he still – yeah, he's still in the practice squad, but, like, he'll get elevated. He's, yeah, he's obviously a good play. It's just, like, financial shit that they're pulling right now. Um, yeah, I don't understand how that all works. <laughs> so, like, I I honestly, even though – Oh, Rochon, my God, Brendan Bench, Gabe Davis, thank God, because he's already got 7 for 75. He's got 14.5. Oh, no. Well, I mean, look at Brendan's teams, right? So, he's got Keenan Allen. He's not going to bench Keenan. He's got no. Deontay. He's got Deontay Johnson, who will always have a higher floor than Gabe Davis. You know, like Gabe's not going to drop, um, or Deontay's not going to drop zero points, and Gabe scores a touchdown right on. Oh cue. my god, that sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, Gabe just went up to like twenty points real quick. Um, but Nico Collins, I would play Nico Collins over Gabe. And then he's riding the foreman train. So Yeah. I mean, you could see you can see why he benched Gabe too volatile, but like this is also what happens with Gabe Davis. He's one of those guys where you can't pick and choose when you play him. Because if right. you do that, you're gonna choose to play him when he should be benched and you're gonna bench him when he should be played. So it's just like if you have them, you have to play them every week and just accept that you're going to have to win some weeks with five points from the guy. Yep, that's exactly it. Um, But, I mean, wide receivers for you, you've got T, Hayuk, Devante. It's pretty solid. Um, I'd say the advantage goes to you at wide receivers. Tight end is a wash. You've got Pitts. He's got Ferguson. Um. I feel like even though you're projected by nine, Brendan doesn't have a kicker. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty even. Yeah, we're kind of right at that 50-50 point. Um, yeah, no problem. What do you? Here's a question for a prediction. What are you going to do if you lose? 
so if I lose, I play Max next week. So I would hope to win that one. If I lose that one, I'll obviously be tanking. Uh, yeah. But uh, not tanking, but at least selling some of my assets because like I have some strong people who can compete to help to help like anyone compete this year. So I'm not like particularly worried about that aspect. It'd just be like, which of the guys do I want to keep and which of the guys do I not want to keep? That kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and then if not, like basically I have three weeks. If I win, if I lose two of the next three weeks, I'm probably going to look to move some of my guys for, for somebody who wants to buy for picks. Um, and if not, if I win two of the three or more, then I, I'm right in the thick of it. Yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, obviously, if we're a second week in a row where I feel like you could be a high score, like your team has good players. So uh, eventually they have to score points. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with I would agree with that statement. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just looking at it right now. There isn't really a hole outside of I mean, you're tight end. You're Henderson... flexing, not great. Henderson's not ideal, but it's not terrible. And Pitts, again, not ideal, but not terrible. He's actually in the top 12 this year by some stunning magician's work. He's 12. He's just cracking the top 12. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's terrible. Believe me, I would have said top 11 had he been 11. <laughs> nah, that would have been smart. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. But no, he's fine to start. We might have to we might have to do a trade after all. Kind of love it, man. I don't know. Something about Eckler is just like, take me. I want. He's finally him. about to explode. But also, I'm looking at like his career stuff, right? So like the first year when he made it through 16 games, he was fourth in PPR in our league. And then the yep. next year, he kept getting hurt. So I didn't think he would be able to stay healthy whatsoever. Um, I thought he was just going to be a perennial injured guy who couldn't handle the workload. So I never really made a move for him. Then he finished second in 2021 with 366 points. Missed one game. Or no, didn't miss a game. No, and that then, was just when they played 16 games, yeah. Yep. And then 2022, he was number one with yeah. 400 points. And now he's fighting injuries. And it's like he's back into the whole, like, he could just be getting injured. His body could just be falling apart, whatever, whatever. And the signs are there that it's happening, but I'm compelled to trade for him. So it only makes the most sense that I actually trade for him because that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The problem is I'm too scared to give up Devon HN and I'm not giving up digs in a deal for Eckler. So that's that's our problem. I don't think we're gonna have a deal. <laughs> no, no. Wait, you can't you can't sit there and say that Eckler has more value than HN in our league. I mean, like if you're interested in winning this year or next year, I think for sure he does. Like I think that, like, we sit here and we talk, oh, Eckler's hurt this year, and, like, yeah, he had an injury, um, and now he's come back, but, like, he's historically been very healthy, and A-Chan's missed, like, six games already, and he's 
been hurt two separate times and he's played like three games. So I just like here's the thing about it, Jen. He w- <laughs> he wouldn't have been put on IR if they didn't have so many running backs and their offense wasn't doing so good. They're playing it super safe with him, and they're doing all this stuff for roster manipulation so they don't have to get rid of any of these running backs like Savan Ahmed, who they like because he's good at special teams, but he's also a decent running back. So, like, they don't want to lose someone like Ahmed because they're not going to get rid of Wilson. They're not going to get rid of Achan or Mostert. So they got to put one of these guys on IR at all times. Just wait until Mostert <laughs> in- injures his ankle and then next week he's already – Missing practice for an ankle injury. Someone will roll up on it this week, and then it'll be the Jeff Wilson and HN and Hawkman show, whatever the fuck it is. And most of it will be on IR. Um, like in anyway. two weeks, if I were to, if in two weeks, if I were to have lost the next two weeks, I would be much more interested in that kind of deal in going into like week 10, where I'm like out of it now and I'm going to sell. And then I'm looking to, like solely towards the future. But for now, like in every ranking, Zeckler's top three for an obvious reason. And you just talked about it. He was number one. He was number two. He was number four. And then he was 26, where he averaged 18 points a game. So, like, he's just a top guy. And you need that to win the title, not win week to week, win the title. If he turns the season around, <laughs> still averaging 17 points a week <laughs> or 16 points a week. Is it 17 or is it 16? Because if it's 16, then he might as well be worse than David Montgomery. Uh, So it's 16, but I guess he got hurt in one game, the first game. So who knows how much of that he played. So probably it's like 17 if you're doing it technical. How did you just get the 17? I feel like you just gave yourself extra points there. <laughs> well, I don't know how much of the first game he played. <laughs> he played the whole game. How did he play the whole game and then – and then missed the whole next three games with injury. Because <laughs> I just made it up. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt in the parking lot getting in his car. <laughs> I mean, that's probably how Josh Palmer got hurt. Just dropped 130 receiving yards, didn't have any injuries, and he's like, yeah, I can't practice. Well, did you not practice again today? No. But I convinced myself today that's okay and that they play Sunday night. And that tomorrow is really like a Thursday practice. Did they so, say anything about it though? Like, were they concerned or were they not concerned? There hasn't been anything about it as far as I've seen. Okay. Um, Annoying. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool, great. Uh, just sidelined again. Nobody knows why. So, <laughs> great. That's kind of like what happened with Achan, where it's like, oh, here's 45 fantasy points. No scares whatsoever. Uh yeah, I didn't play the last couple court, a couple few minutes of the last of the game because we were winning. Oh, by the way, I'm on IR. All right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Fine. See you in five weeks. <laughs> oh man. Well, let's do a prediction on mine and Brendan's matchup. I think that <laughs> this week. McCaffrey's going to slay me. He's going to put up like 45. 151. I'm going to have a good week, but not a great week. 144. Put me on the hot seat heading into my match with Andrus next week. Losing with 144 after dropping like 85, 90 points for two weeks in a row. It's going to be hard. Hope that doesn't happen for you. Uh, 
I'm going to say you pull out a victory here, 137.3 to 126.63. Wow, Just kidding. Super, super <laughs> to the point. <laughs> That's because it is exactly what Sleeper is projecting for you right now. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be 160 to 152. Wow. Uh, high score. It would be worth losing with 152 for Brendan. <laughs> it would be worse. But it would be right on par for his season because he's been scoring a lot of points and not winning very many games. Um, That's fair. Let's hope we can keep that streak going. So yeah, let's, let's do this here real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, we we predicted that Jim would be Pat, so he'd be seven and one. Uh, we pre- predicted that List would be Chris, so Chris would move to five and three. List would jump him at six and two. Um, who's after that? Max uh, versus Jim. We split. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Right. Yeah. Now, it'd be two and it'd be three and five for Tim, which would keep him in it, or it would be two and six, which would take him out of it. Max is out of it either way. Yeah. Um. You know, Phil versus the Sites. Phil's five and two. That could really go either way, but I think we both chose Phil, right? Yes. Kicking in. Uh, that put him at six and two, and Mike at four and four, and then um, for Labar or Kareem, did you choose Labar? I believe I chose Kareem. Yeah, so we both chose Kareem, which would put him at three and five, and Labar at four and four. So they're kind of these matchups roll out this way, where um, you win and you're four and four. Brendan moves to three and five. Um, I lose, I'm four and four, and Andy's three and five. Like the top four kind of separate themselves more. Yeah. And then everyone else just kind of gets smushed together a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Moving to five and three would be huge. So hoping the boys pull out an upset against the two win team. <laughs> but, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Big Show Pod. Have a good night, man. Mariana, say good night to everyone. No? Okay, cool. Right. Later. Have a good night. Later, you too.